I never know what they're going to talk about in the gallery. I never know what's going to come through. Basically, what I'm doing is, is I'm receiving the messages, and the messages are not just from your deceased loved ones. In fact, the word deceased does not apply except for the physical realm, because the flesh has died, but it continues to recycle in its own way. I mean, that's what's so beautiful about our souls and our spirits is that we evolve, we ascend. And for those of you who have been in my life, some of you well over 10 years, even beyond that, you will recognize not only an evolution in yourself, but you'll notice an evolution in myself also. And here's the thing, it never stops. We never stop growing, we never stop evolving. So I want you to think about when you have experienced what you consider to be the most perfect expression of love and that you felt that expression of love. And even sometimes, it's going to get hotter in here, honey, because once I start chanting, boy, it's going to be burning up. Woo! It's going to be hot! Okay. So that's our energies. That's our energies dancing with each other and helping each other to ascend. This is what's really important right now at this time on this planet, right now, here and now. You are ascending. We are ascending. And you can't stop it because we put this on hold for too long. And it's very important that we go with it. Now, some people say, what does that mean, Nakia? <laughs> some of you know immediately what that means. Sometimes ascension means that something that you might have been holding on to no longer is, is servicing your energy field. It's not assisting you. on. It's not complementing you. Okay, so part of the ascension is to recognize what is contrary to you and to give yourself permission to say, I'm ascending here. I don't have to put my energy here. I can put my energy into the places that really bring me great joy, great peace, great happiness. But we've been conditioned to stay in places that we're uncomfortable in. I don't know what for what reason, maybe expectations of others. Maybe it's our expectations of ourselves. But it's important for you to start making a shift. So part of this ascension is to really acknowledge and pay attention to when you have felt loved and nurtured. <coughs> it's so important. And there are many of you here that have loved ones on the other side who were your primary loves and nurturer. And now you're in the big kahuna spot. They have to move out of the way so that you have an opportunity to shine. But I promise you, you will see them again. You will experience them again. And sometimes they will come through, not through somebody like me. They'll come directly to you, or they'll come through someone else. Or it's a situation where it's just irrefutable that you know that you have made that connection. So you all have a homework assignment before I start to channel. And channeling, of course, is listening to what the other side says. I cannot edit it. I won't edit it. So sometimes everyone, everyone has an idea of how the divine communicates. <clears throat> I have to tell you, it's not always fluffy. No. Sometimes it's pretty strong. And they're only as good as what I have stored here in this lifetime and other lifetimes. So 
your interpretation will remain more important than my interpretation. And once one message comes through, many messages come through. So as you all have probably experienced, there have been times that I've been talking to someone in the back, and the person in the front is saying, oh, she's talking to me, she's talking to me. Sometimes that's how spirit works. Sometimes spirit knows that you need to hear, and you don't want to all be you know, spotlighted in the middle of a gallery, right? So, and sometimes some of you have hesitated. This has happened way too often in galleries. You hesitate because you think, okay, wait, give me another detail. That's too vague. That's too common. Any, but that could be anyone. Give me another detail. The detail I want you to pay attention to is your energy field, your heart. You know it. You'll feel it. You go, oh, she's talking to me. She's talking to me. Yes, I am. And I don't have to single any of you out, none of you, because you all stand out by yourself. If you realized what a gift you are to this planet at this time in the lives of your loved ones, it would be smiling all day because you would be like, oh, I am somebody special. Yes, you are. And that's what Mama Kia is here to tell you. So you have to remember that. There's so many times that we are being told that we're not good enough, it's not special enough, it's not new enough. And you know what? You're finding out for yourself where your joy is. Now, I have to start over here, and I haven't rang my bell yet, but i got to tell you, you got a group of people that are behind you, and they like, I think they're taking selfies, or it reminds me of them taking selfies. And I don't know who's been taking the selfies over here, but they kind of try to get in the shot. So pay attention to what's coming through, because whether it's a beam of light or a streak of light, or you'll catch it more so with video. You'll catch it more so with video, but don't be surprised because you have a big group that's right behind you, and I want to say that. And it was so cool is right here in the center, your head looks like almost like an acorn of light right above your head, and it's green, like... It's like supreme love, like supreme love. So there's somebody that's behind you that is just saying, <laughs> so cool, all of me, why not take all of me? Can't you see you're my, I don't know the next word. I only have bits and pieces up here. So, but that's, I think you get this, somebody who loves you so much. In fact, this is not appropriate, but I don't know how to explain it. One of the things that I love about the animal kingdom is they don't hesitate when they feel attracted. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever this is on the other side, they are so attracted to you, honey, okay? I'm just going to say, yes, okay? It's like a little bit of a very white moment over here for me to watch all of that going on over there. So I don't know who this is. But whoever it is, it's just saying, oh, I just, oh, it's a better life. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go ahead, and how do we do with the sweet raspberry? Do we get that back already? Great. All right. So I have the lid over here. I'm going to go ahead and ring this Tibetan bell. I want to tell you something. To me, this is a sacred object. Why? Because of how it was created, the symbolism of it but also the energy of the bell as it's ringing. And a lot of times when people are around this bell, they feel much better, okay? This will help you to release 
the funk as it might be in your junk, okay? <laughs> so I believe everybody, as we're going through this ascension, all everyone should have some type of a bell or something that they can ring every once in a while. You know that song? You can ring my bell, <laughs> ring my bell. See? You can... <laughs> So it's good for you to do that in your own homes, even in your cars. Ring the bell, raise that vibration. Is that you, Martha? Oh my goodness. Hi, I'm so happy to see you. You just woo, came right up. Okay, so here we go. Close your eyes. Okay, just relax. Center yourself. The more relaxed you are, the easier it is for me to read you. If you're tense, it's not going to work as well. It's kind of like when you're having your Barry White moment. If you're a little too tense, you're not going to enjoy that, okay? you got to relax it. Let it go, right? you got to let it go. All right, here, let's go. Here we go. on and had a song knock three times on the ceiling if you want me twice on the pipe clink clink and the answer is no I love you I love you this when I ring it three times it actually is opening up the doors to the other side but not in a way that's going to invite anything that's negative or escorted they will be escorted out if they even try to come in here Goddess, don't play like that. It reminds me of me being inside of a vehicle or a car and I'm kind of like waving goodbye to people that I have visited. Like I'm waving goodbye to them. And I almost feel like this is, those who are waving are just so happy that they were able to have that last visit. And I almost feel like it was the last time, the last visit. And it's like they're waving and the person that's in the vehicle with me they're saying something like, I'll be back, I'm coming back, it'll be, you know, I'll, I'll be right back, I'll be right back. And then I almost feel like whoever it is that's waving, I feel like they had a massive, like, coronary or a stroke or it just, I feel a heart attack, like a cardiac, like, I feel like when it happened, it happened really quick. But what was really cool is that this soul did it their way. They didn't want to be remembered suffering. They wanted to be remembered living. And this is really important because 
There are times that there are individuals you lose a loved one and the suffering that happens afterwards is probably even worse than anything that the departed loved one who has transitioned to the other side ever experienced in the flesh. And they are all here concerned. There's a concern because it's almost like this feeling of they're all like in unison saying, I, we don't want them to suffer anymore. There's no need to suffer. And I really do believe that when we do grieve, it is a kind of suffering, but it is also necessary. It's necessary to have gone through that because not only are you even more grateful for the time that you are able to share with the loved ones that are fully present in your life now, here and now, but you will always treasure what was shared and you will look forward to that moment where you can share again. Listen to me, when you taste something that's delicious, you always want to return to it somehow, some way. And the energy by which you are receiving what you are partaking of at this time during this ascension is crucial. Everything that is in the multiverse was for us to share. But it is not always for us to share at the moment we might feel we are ready. Sometimes there are other things that are in formation that need the time to form. So I'm going to tell you all, this is not the time to rush into anything. This is not the time to say, I'm going to do it right now. Take your time. Enjoy the process. Watch it unfold. And trust yourself. There are a lot of you, you're getting such clear messages, not only from the, your loved ones, but from the divine as to how you should be handling yourselves. And if you wait for the permission of others, you will never receive what you need to give to yourself, which is your own permission. You need to give yourself permission to say these things. Love will not elude you. If you find that you are alone, it's not because love is not available to you. It's because you are experiencing the alone. And the alone is necessary. So that when your soul chooses to commune and is attracted to someone else, that communion can be even more satisfying than it could have been if you have never felt alone, you're supposed to feel alone. You're supposed to feel sad. You're supposed to recognize when you've been betrayed. You need to, to know what it feels like to be abandoned. You need to experience people who are selfish bastards. You need this. Why? Because that's why you came to this dimension. Because it is not who you are. And then when you recognize that you are not comfortable with that, you will stop accepting it into your own lives. Please quit accepting less than you deserve. You deserve so much more. 
And let me tell you something. Every single person in this room has gone above and beyond in so many situations in their life. It's like that song. <clears throat> Nobody does it better. Makes me feel sad for the rest. Nobody does it quite as good as you. Baby, you're the best. The reason why I sing during these galleries is, is in the multi-dimensions, in the multiverse, everyone doesn't speak English they usually have some type of sound, a vibration. It's kind of like, for those of you who have held a newborn child in your arms, you start to recognize what they are communicating by how they speak or sound or the energy that's coming. If you heard negative things prior to your loved one crossing over, maybe it came directly from them maybe it came from around you please don't invest in that when we are in pain we say things we really don't mean it's it's a way for them to give themselves permission sometimes to let go and unfortunately in the process of doing that they may have hurt you in some way, shape, or form. I feel like that I'm supposed to say this, address this to towards the back of the room. This is really, really important. Um, it reminds me of a great stage, a grand stage, where, where you may have been hesitant to allow yourself to be recognized. It's your turn to get on that stage and be the star. You are a society that has so many stories. Some of them are ancient and some of them are current. But pay attention to the stories in your life right now and the stories that you carry about your loved ones who have transitioned to the other side. And recognize that your chapters aren't over yet. You're not done yet. There is more to your book of life that needs to be expressed. Now, it's really super important that you recognize that in this space, um, this is kind of hard for me to express to you. There is a man. It looks like they amputated a part of his leg. He's in the center um, of the aisle here. He must have been, either he fought a lot of battles prior to his crossing over or during his life or he actually was in the military. Um, I feel like that he lost his leg because of an infection and that there was, the infection just kept spreading. Uh, probably because of his circulation. Um, he's right here in front of me. He has almost white, gray hair. He has kind eyes, but he almost looks like he's 
looking at me beseechingly, like when you beseech someone, I think I say that correctly. I, I, I think that that is beseech. He says that he represents... Okay, I have a, somebody that's um, acknowledging the name. It sounds like Carl. C-A-R-L. I want to say K, but I don't. I feel like it's a Carl, so I'm going to acknowledge the Carl. Whoever this is, um, in this room, there must have been several who have served in the military. And it's almost as if, when, especially on Memorial Day, you see them like salute those who have served. It's almost as if these individuals who served in the military are saluting you for the battles that you have fought, for the freedom that you have instilled, for your knowledge, your, your, um, your compassion. Show me where you want to go. Okay, I think it's over here. And I think it's this lady here with the glasses and the scarf. So I do need a chair if you don't mind. Would you mind coming up here, sweetheart? Yes. And did someone come with you today? Let's have that person come up too. You have a seat, baby girl. And let's turn to the audience to see you just a little bit. So how this works is, is if I have them come up, we just have discussions. Maybe one of you could sit over here. There you go. Just watch out for the water, baby girl. I don't want you to... Let's put you like that. How are you doing right there? That's good? That's very, very good. Okay, so there is a reason both of you came. You may have come to be... a participant, you may have come to observe. You may have a specific reason why you are here. Before I go in and look at you, each of you, I'm giving you an opportunity. If there's something that you want me to focus on, I will do that. Or if there's someone you want me to focus on, I will do that. I am not pulling a rabbit out of my ass. I'm literally receiving information but I'm supposed to focus on you first, sweetheart, okay? Now, what's so cool about you is you have the icon of the divine surgeon, meaning that you recognize where there are symptoms and then you recognize when you have to go in and something has to be either removed, extracted, changed, something has to happen. But precision is everything with a surgeon, right? You don't want somebody who's shaky working on you, okay? So what I see here is, is that it's almost like you are observing something that is changing, that your soul is like the divine surgeon, and you know exactly what you need to do next. But timing is everything right now. You know when I said in the beginning, don't rush into something? This is where you have already put in the time that's necessary, and it's just like it's been more than enough time. It's okay for you to just go ahead and say, okay, I don't need to hesitate or wait anymore. I just need to do it. It's time. It's just time. And surgeons, they're trained to know what to look for and how to change it so that things are better or flow better. 
But one of the things that's most important anytime you have surgery is you want things to be sterile. You don't want any, you don't want any funky infections coming in. So almost like this feeling of that you are releasing anything that is, for whatever reason, toxic to you, emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. So why are you here, sweetheart? Uh, I was hoping my son would come through. Good. And um, this is where I understand. Okay, hold on just a minute. Please help me with what I'm experiencing. It's almost like I'm feeling it in my digestive system over here. I feel like it's either something that's difficult for me to digest or there's something really bad that's in here that's happening. Can you explain to me why I'm having that sensation when you asked about your son? He had Crohn's disease. Thank you. Boy, did he suffer, I have to tell you. And you want to know something? That's why the icon of the surgeon came. Because if anyone could have fixed this, it was you. But there comes a time when even a surgeon says, that's the best that I can do. And you need to know that. And I just, I don't know what he called you. I can only tell you what I hear. I heard, Mom! Like that. Like, Mom! Yeah. You know, like, like really like, Mom! He really wants you to know that he's present here at this time. So let me close my eyes and see what he wants to say, okay? I don't know if you feel this, but it's almost like there's a big, you're getting wrapped from behind like, oh, you know, mom. That would be so like Mom. It. You know, like I feel like he's just saying that like he can't say it enough, you know? Okay, let me keep going. Let me see what he has to say. I don't know why, but he has kind of like a bulldog-looking dog next to him on the other side. It may not be something that you're familiar with, but somebody that is a companion to him. Keep your eyes open for the bulldogs in life, because if they approach you, it's kind of like your son saying, Hey, Mom, how are you doing? And stuff. But it almost reminds me of that bulldog that kind of was like in um, Men in Black. I don't know. I think that's it's called a bull, a pug. It's like a pug. Oh, a pug, yeah. It's a pug. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm not really good with my dog breeds. But anyhow, it's a pug. Like the one in Men in Black, the one that used to, what was his name, Frank? And he would just, I'm going to talk and stuff like that. He's got like that in there. It may be a reference to the actual movie Men in Black for some reason. I don't know <laughs> why. There's a connection to that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, because he's, he's showing me, he's got his, and it could be the name Frank too. So it could be the F or the Frank. So I'm going to acknowledge that. But that's the first thing that I trigger when I see that. Okay. Okay. He says it's his best friend. He said that this dog transitioned the same time he did. Totally different locations. But they just, their souls met on that journey as we go down, I call it the, the trail, you know, we have to, it's almost like they met and they just instantly fell in love. Like almost like they were each other's best friends, but they never had time to be with each other. And um, he's saying like this, it's like, what do you think, mom, I got a dog. What do you think, Mom? I got a dog, you know, and you don't have to clean up after it. It's just like he's just so thrilled. He was like, you don't. Have, and and he and he said to tell you he wanted to remind you. He said that. Um, he said to me, he goes, you know, Kia, you were talking about ascension. And he says, could you just let everybody know that especially dogs, dogs especially, are helping with that ascension. And a lot of times, you know, like this Charlie Brown, where the Snoopy licks, and they're like, yeah, you know, like this. Like remember Lucy? She goes, yeah. Don't lick me. It's almost like, let the dogs lick you. Okay. It's very good for you. It's okay. very healing for you. They're really trying to help. 
So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm fine with dogs licking me as long as it doesn't go up my nostrils, yeah. you know, because that's how they do that. They don't want to clean up the whole situation. But you know what? They're seeing something that we don't, just like they hear things that we don't. And he's able to talk to the dogs and get them to pay attention to you and give you love and hugs. So it can be dogs. It can be cats. It's the furry creatures. Right. He loves to do. He loves to get your attention that way. Okay, let's see. What, what else do you want to say? Because she's here to talk to you, sweetheart. Oh, it's so beautiful. <clears throat> do it this way. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. He had a lot of troubles prior to his crossing over, honey. And there was times that he really wished that he didn't have those troubles anymore. But he says it was like a shadow. It just stuck to him. And it was like a snowball. Overwhelming. One thing after another, after another, after another. He wants you to know that you were his hope and you continue to be his hope. And he wants me to tell you where he is at, his spirit is like, it reminds me of a soccer player on the field having a ball. He is out there like it's almost like when people are just enjoying themselves and running and laughing and the way his energy is, he's just saying, um, he said that sometimes he felt that you were the only one that he really could talk to or confide in. And even now. You are the one that he really would come to, to talk to and confide with. You kept something of his that you either touch constantly or it's like where you have to touch it. And maybe you even smell it. I don't, it's almost like this feeling, it's almost like, um, I almost feel like he wants to be he wants to be there for you to really experience him. What is he talking about? Uh, I have it with me. It says bear that he had when he was a little kid. It says uh, we used to call it pizza bear. Can can I hold the pizza bear? Sure. <laughs> he gets so excited. <laughs> He's so excited. holds it with you, honey. He said, do you remember when I used to hold it? You've even smelled this. I'm going to do something. Please excuse me. I'm not trying to be a freak. Oh, it smells like love. It smells like love. 
He's, can you believe that this outlasted him? In his mind, he's like thinking, can you believe it? And yet, it's just like his best friend. Yeah, it was. Because you were his best friend. Thank you for letting me hold it, baby. I did not know you brought that, but he needed you to know that he knew you brought that. I was hoping he'd tell you. <laughs> he did, okay? And you know what's so cool about that? He wants me to tell you, you already knew. You already knew. When you hold it, he's holding it. Especially, you should hold it when you're watching any movies or anything like that because he likes that. Sometimes when you're watching a movie, he'll get right next to you and it's almost like reminds me of a puppy dog sleeping right next to you, you know? You know how they are. They take up the whole room. You can't have a king-size bed and a little dog because a little dog won't take the whole bed, okay? He's the same way. He kind of like is all over you like this. Oh, yeah, mom. Oh, my mom. That's his rest. That's his peace. That's his joy. Do you have a question for him? Well, I just want to know if he's forgiven, forgiven us. Because we had to make some tough decisions at times. When you mentioned his rough life. Please forgive me when I say this to you, but I'm saying it the way he's saying it to me. Okay, I cannot edit. Mom, that's bullshit. <laughs> don't go there that's bullshit said you know what you couldn't have done it any quicker really what decision did you have to make prior to his crossing over well, well with his Crohn's came some addiction issues and we had to do some tough love That isn't how he passed. But no, but he told me to tell you that he was out of control. Yeah. He was out of control. And he, I'm going to say these words to you, and I'm going to be cautious how I say this, sweetheart. He, he was already wanting to be gone. Even, you know, before you even interceded, he was ready to go. Yeah. He really did. And it was like kind of running from what he knew was going to come. And no, you didn't push him over the edge in any way, shape, or form. You need to know that no one... Everything that I needed to receive, Mom, I did. I got to let you go back, okay? You came up here as a support to her, but I might get back to you later on, okay? So I need you guys to go back to you. I want to talk to you because he asked me to speak about this. But can I give that a hug one more time? <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> it's so cute. He wanted. Um, he wants me to talk about forgiveness. There have been many avatars that have come to this planet to speak to humanity about forgiveness. Forgiveness is not something that is automatic. Sometimes what we can't forgive was necessary in order for us to evolve. Sometimes things have to get so vulgar for us to pay attention. How much more do we need to experience in this nation when it comes to the vulgarities of pollution that is perpetuated because of money or lack of money? One of the things that you can do for your loved ones on the other side is to get rid of the pollution that's in your life, that's in your soul. 
If we pay attention to this around us and keep this peaceful and healthy and unpolluted, it has a Fibonacci, re it, it, it actually reproduces itself. Okay? Look at what is polluting your life. When we are stuck, and I mean stuck, in anger or disappointment, in abandonment, in dis-ease, it is pollution to our souls. Pay attention to those who are trying to force-feed pollution to you. Not just in your food, in your environments, in your books, all around you. Get rid of the pollution. When you do not forgive, you're creating pollution. It's polluting your soul and it's polluting other people's souls. Because there's some people who don't know how to respond to that. They may not have experienced what you cannot forgive. They may minimize what you have experienced that's difficult for you to forgive. But let me tell you this across the board. I am a goddess incarnate. I am an actual deity in the flesh. Many of you are and you don't know it yet. You're not going to know it because you're here to experience a human existence. Part of that is, is regardless of whether you are aware or not, you are going to face challenges on this planet. And one of those challenges is to really love the people that you are connected to. Some of you have families that treat you like shit. And some of you have families that love you, love you, love you. And when you're lucky enough to have that, it becomes easier for us to forgive. It becomes very difficult for someone who has been beaten and enslaved and abused and neglected to forgive. And yet, when I see this happen, when I see those souls that are able to forgive and ascend above that, now that's a great spirit. You will all be victims in this dimension. You can't escape it. You can be victims of a phone call from a telemarketer who wants all your personal information. But you just remember this. In order to create, you must forgive. And in order to create, you must say to yourself, man, I am and was a victim, but I choose not to do that anymore. We will all be victims, but you are. By your nature and by your DNA, you are creators. You know how people talk about all the different, like, are there people in the stars, Akia? Are there Arcturians, Lemurians? Are there all these people out there? Are there Pleiadians? I, absolutely. Guess what, though? They're right here in this room. You are all star seeds. All of you. Some of you may have an ape that was a relative. <laughs> but basically, you are all star seeds, and you will return. You will return to that place that you originated. And no, sometimes kangaroos are not comfortable in Alaska. Okay? 
But I don't know anyone in this room who hasn't tried their very, very best. And you will try your very, very best, and there will be people who will die. But it's not your fault. And if it is, get past it. Because you're here to live. And in order for them to continue living, they have to die. We have to die in order to live. Look around at the seasons. Look at the trees that lose their leaves. It looks like they're dying. But in truth, it's like us. Our hair falls out. Our hair changes color. But we still keep going in one shape or form or another. Do you know why wishes come true? Because your loved ones on the other side are just waiting to hear what you have to say so they can make it happen. Wishes come true because our loved ones are making it happen for us. You know how they say if you make a wish, don't tell anybody because it won't come true? Tell everyone. <laughs> tell everyone. My wish is tell everyone and then watch because it makes it easier for them on the other side. Are you ready? Okay, this side, this time, because we want to make sure that I get as many of you in here as I possibly can. This is called open forum, open discussion. You can ask me anything that you want. Open forum, open discussion. But you know I'm going to talk to you, girlfriend. You know I'm going to have you come up here for some... Yes! Now? Yes! <laughs> come sit with me while I prepare everybody, okay? Sure. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate it, all right? So this is, you want to use your real name or you want to do pseudo? <laughs> Come on, sometimes it's fun to have a different name. <laughs> you know, I had a pseudo name. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you literally were in another lifetime in Annabelle. Oh, really? Yes, it's, it's a very cute name. Okay, all right, Annabelle, here we go. All right, everybody, here we go. Wow, this whole room is filled with dragonflies. I mean, there's so much dragonfly energy. But it's funny to me because mostly when you see dragonflies, they go this way. You know what I mean? They're like horizontal. These dragonflies are going upwards. Like, woo, we're going straight up. They're beautiful. Dragonfly energy is about transformation and change. And what I love about dragonflies is they do collect, connect us to the elementals or the earth. But also, I love their iridescence so much. But you know what? One of the things I found out about dragonflies is a lot of times when you see them and it looks like they're humping each other, they're really not. It's like the male is actually humping her, but he's got his little fangs inside of her eyeballs and he's pierced her head so that he can have sex with her so he can mate. Okay? These are not those types of dragonflies. <laughs> one day said, well, that's not exactly how the process goes. It's not about that. It's about the metaphor. It's just about the metaphor. And creation happens the way creation needs to happen. Sometimes it's rough and sometimes it's tender. I hear that song around you. Love me tender. 
You know that song by Elvis Presley? Somebody put that on for you. It's almost like they want to... So if you get a chance, listen to that song. Can I ask you why you're here today? I just love coming to see you. I don't know. It's so fun. It is fun, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. really wonderful. Okay. So anyhow, you need to increase the broccoli in your diet. Okay. They told me to tell you. You're probably thinking I'm crazy, right? But right here in front of your third eye, there's like a broccoli. Okay. And broccolis are flowers, you know? So when I say broccoli, increase the broccoli, increase the flowers in your life, unless you're allergic. You know, sometimes if you're allergic, just don't do it, okay? But it's almost like that's like a fresh vase of flowers once a week or you know, put flowers in your bath, or you need flowers everywhere. You're like, flowers in her hair, flowers everywhere. I love, what is it? Do you guys know that song? I know, or I love the flower girl. Do you know that song? Do you know, anyone know who sings that? I don't know. But you know that song, yeah. na 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 Go on YouTube and put in, I love the flower girl, and it'll come up with a really, it's a really nice song. You'll love it, okay? I think it's from a past life. I think it was from the life before this one. I think somebody really was in love with you. I think you was a hippie. <laughs> I think you had the, the daisies up and twined in your hair. I think you were in Woodstock. I think you had some really wonderful times. I just do. Now, here's the thing about past lives. They can be multidimensional. But this dimensional, whoever this is, I think this guy was really in love with you. I think he loves you. And I don't think that he incarnated in this lifetime. So if you feel like you've been missing someone, mm -hmm. that's because he didn't incarnate in this lifetime. Mm. Want to know why he didn't incarnate? Because he was just happy with you. Imagine me and you mm -hmm. and you for me. Mm -hmm. No matter how we toss the dice, it had to be. The only one for me is you and you for me. So happy together. But you said to him before you incarnated, but I don't want to miss all the fun. And you knew that there would be friends here that you would be missing and you needed to come here, honey. Mm -hmm. And so, may I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Do you have someone in your life right now? Not that I love. Okay. Have you had someone in your life that you really loved a lot? No. Have you felt like there was somebody but you're missing them? Yes. Mm -hmm. Look, like I feel like I'm always searching. It was a choice you made, honey. Mm -hmm. He was happy. Come on, we can have our life. We can have Nirvana together. And you said, but no, I have to go. I want to, you didn't want to miss the party. Mm -hmm. That's what he wants me to tell you. So does that mean that love will elude you in this lifetime? No. no. It gives an opportunity to those who wouldn't have made it past him to come into your life. But he is always watching after mm -hmm. you, sweetheart. Who's Chris? You'll think about it, okay. and it might come back later, you know. It's so funny, I asked somebody about somebody, and they said, oh, I don't know who that is. And then later on, they go, oh, now I know. Oh, I'll tell you the story. Oh, sure. Okay, here's the story. Yeah. I got a call from Utah from a lady who I had assisted many, many years ago. And she really appreciates my gifts. But she has a friend who lives in Indiana whose husband died suddenly on in January. And they were so close and they loved each other so much that she was having a hard time even moving forward it, to the point of where they were really afraid she was going to kill herself because that's how deeply they had loved each other. 
So my friend asked me, could you just talk to her, Kia, please? Can you just talk to her? So I said, sure, I'll call her up. But I really wasn't 100%, but I said, I'll call her up. So I called her up, and when I did, I said, listen, I have to get to Madison this week, so I really can't expend a lot of energy on this, but I'm just going to sit and talk to you for a minute and let you know see what's going to happen. Well, it turned out when her husband crossed over, he was caught in between. Okay, now this is why it happened, because Mr. V says, well, why would the divine allow that to happen? Well, no, it's not the divine. It's the soul. The soul says... What happened was he had a sudden massive heart attack. They put him on a ventilator, but they also gave him morphine. And so when he he was already, his spirit was pretty much all gone, but then they put morphine in him, and then for some reason it captures the soul, and then now we're in between. It's almost like this. So when he finally let go, he, he was kind of like, where am I? What am I doing? And why she was having a difficult time getting past that grief was not because, not, not just because she loved him so deeply, but because she could feel he was being tortured. He was tortured in between realms. When I say torture, it doesn't mean that somebody came with a pitchfork or anything like that. It was like he was like, it's kind of like waking up and saying, where am I? What am I doing? How am I going to, where's my wife? What am, I can hear her. She's crying. Where is she? So at that moment, as soon as I identified it, it is a responsibility. It happened since I was born to go in and help them to get to get through the alleys. It's just like being a spiritual GPS machine. Y'all are doing it somehow. It was very interesting because there was somebody by the name of Mike. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, I said, who's Mike? Who's Michael? She goes, no, I don't know anybody by the name of Mike. Now, are you sure? Because he's the one who's been trying. And then this other guy, his name was Steve, with the dog. He's trying. She goes, Steve? Oh my God, that he was like my father, and, and he had this dog, and they were like, they died around the same. So she knew that this was, but she said, I don't know who Mike is, okay? It turned out we got him to the other side, and as soon as that happened, let me tell you something, her spirit shifted like that. Mm -hmm. We know when our loved ones are tortured, or they're not happy. It doesn't matter if you're in the same town or on the other side of the earth. You will know when you need to pay attention to someone that you love. And if you get that signal, don't hang up. Follow through with it, even if they say they're okay. And I'll tell you what. Mm -hmm. The point is, mm -hmm. she just texted me while I was here and said, Oh, my God, my husband's best friend in high school was Mike, mm -hmm. and Mike killed himself. Well, in between the realms, usually are individuals who have taken their own lives. And it's not because they're being punished. Mm -hmm. It's just they're making up their mind. So Mike and him and his best friend went to the other side together. It was 20 years ago. Think about that. 20 years for us, think about how old you are 20 years ago. Vessel was caught in between realms for 20 years until his best friend came through. And his best friend was caught in there and they both needed to get to the other side. And we got him there. So it's the same thing with the soul that's here. Very good looking soul, but I want to tell you something right now. You ever watch Magic Mike? <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. Oh, come on back. All right, and this is natural. <laughs> natural, okay. No pumping iron there. It is already pumped. Mm. <laughs> but I need to tell you one more thing, okay? Mm -hmm. Pick a chakra, any chakra. Uh, the, like in my back. Like Which one? Past life. Yeah. Which one? 
Is that like the middle one? Solar plexus, mm -hmm. past life. Mm -hmm. Consciousness in another lifetime, I see. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that he comes in, he's from another lifetime. You pick the past. Anything in the back is the past. Anything in the front is the present. That's just how I roll. Okay, so let me look at, see what that is. This is like really kind of weird, okay? Mm -hmm. It's like when somebody puts everything that's precious inside of a Ziploc bag and keeps it preserved somewhere like in a drawer or something like that. You had a past life where you would do that. Like, um, <coughs> please forgive me, but this is what I see. You lost an infant, an infant. You gave birth to the baby as a little girl. You actually hand sewed the little bonnet and the little dress for this baby. And she got sick right afterwards. It wasn't something that you did wrong, okay? But you noticed something was wrong because she stopped nursing. And you didn't understand what was going on. It was the first time you were a mommy, honey. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, you blamed yourself for it. Mm -hmm. That there was something wrong because why? Because somebody else. I think it was whoever your beloved was. It was his mother that said it must have been your fault. You must have did something mm -hmm. wrong. And she wanted just to take care of the baby and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So on a conscious level, when it comes to your back chakra, especially if you're feeling pain, mm -hmm. especially around the kidney areas, you have to watch your kidneys in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. It has to do with what you fear. Mm -hmm. The fear of, I'm... My best isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. Or something's going to happen even though I'm trying. I, I, maybe I won't notice it right away. You know, and I just have to tell you, you do see it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? One of your friends is that baby. Mm -hmm. One of your friends is that baby. <coughs> and you will know in your heart. Mm -hmm. But it, like, almost like the soul had to come in its own right without you having to go through the childbirth so that it can show you that it's not your fault. Mm -hmm. Choices are made. It wasn't your fault, but that was a beautiful baby. How are you around children? Um, well, I, um, I have two boys, but I've lost them to divorce in this life. So I, I grieve for my children mm -hmm. passing in this life, too. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. And I bet you, and please forgive me if I say this, mm -hmm. but somebody says it's your fault. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want me to send flying monkeys? I got them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got send flying monkeys because yeah. this isn't another lifetime, same exact thing. Mm -hmm. So who's ever saying that yeah. is the same person who did it to you in the other lifetime. Yeah. So guess what the cure is, honey, for you to ascend? Forgiveness. It's not your fault. Yeah. You did the best you can. Mm-hmm. They think it's your fault because they're blaming themselves on some level. They feel like if they had control, yeah, it would have been yeah. perfect. Okay, But they're perfect already. They're beautiful, by the way. Mm -hmm. Beautiful children. Mm -hmm. You didn't have a little girl, though, did you? No. Because she's already here. Mm -hmm. She's about your age. Mm -hmm. You'll know. Yeah. And also, there's somebody on the other side who has a problem with their eyes on the other mm -hmm. side. Who yeah, is that? Grandma. Thank you. Yeah. And she hated that. She just was like, it was almost like, I feel like she's even squinting it. What happens is, is when their soul comes through the veil, I feel their physical maladies. That's mm -hmm. why I know they needed to go, because it hurts, you know. But her eyes, it's almost like she's trying to squint. She's, gonna, she's trying to really squint at me like, okay, you know. Mm -hmm. um, she hears you mm -hmm. when you have been crying. She has mm -hmm. tried to comfort you. Yeah. 
You've cried a lot. Yeah. She said, don't worry, she's keeping an eye on those boys, okay? Yeah, I know. And she's keeping an eye on you. Yeah. You have her picture up somewhere, yeah. don't you? Yeah. She loves yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's so good. Please put some flowers around that, would you? Yeah. She likes that. She's she the one who came and talked about the flowers. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah. And if you get a chance this summer if or spring, if you... Plant a garden in her honor. Mm -hmm. uh, our garden, she says. It's mm -hmm. our garden. It would really be a way for her to communicate even more. Okay. okay? Thank you for your time. Thank you.